This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course... Course language. Listen to discretion is advised. And welcome to the 18th of June, 2012. I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And you can hear our voices are so very deep tonight. I know. It's what I believe the uh, the, the bear community should be represented by our deep, somber, tomber <laughs> voices tonight, I should say. I was saying it's just because we've managed to survive an entire week full of bear events. That's right. We're calling this show tonight our post-hibernation blues. And uh, that is because, yes, we've survived a whole... Eight days full of bear events, which we're going to do a quick recap of the highlights of later on in the show. Uh, we've also got a wonderful guy all the way down from Brisbane. I'm sure you've heard his voice before. We have Colin in the studio with us. Then you take us through a segment which is our etiquette segment of negotiating space for trade. Have I mentioned how much I hate that word, trade, yet? No, no, yes. I can't remember if you have, but okay, <laughs> fine. And yes. uh, you actually found out an interesting article that came through in The Age today about uh, the risks of obesity Well, on, on a bit of more of a, a global scale. It's a little bit different, but yes, I will take us through that later yes. in the show. Wonderful. Now, one of the things we decided out of that last segment was a question which we would like to ask you tonight here on the Cubby House. How do you think good health should be promoted within the bear community? Want to have your say on the Cubby House project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash the Cubby House. The Cubby House project on Joy 94.9. Wide Awake, which I wish I was here on tonight's show. Oh, we are just. That was dedicated to all the boys that came out last night to round up. It was a hoot. Can I also dedicate that song to all the boys who were hibernation virgins until this week? Oh, well, they certainly can't claim that title anymore, can they? I know. They? I know. It was a wonderful thing. And I'd like to ask our guest in the studio if he was one of those hibernation virgins this year. Colin. I was. I was a hibernation virgin until this year. We've popped your cherry. Oh, you did, Kevin. I've <laughs> waited to hear that for many years. Uh, yes, no, up until this year, I hadn't been to hibernation. As a matter of fact, I hadn't been involved in the bear community for very long. So I certainly came out this year in the bear community. Lovely. Well, just to help our listeners know you a little bit better, as you know, as we do, we've got a series of rapid fire questions that we're going to throw at you. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> What's your age? 30. Name one thing you miss about being a kid. The fact that we don't really need to do anything to be entertained. Do you remember rolling down a grass hill as a kid? That was entertaining. No. Uh, <laughs> do you have any hidden talents? 
Uh, hidden. Ooh, that's a difficult one. Um, perhaps not so much hidden, but probably the bear community wouldn't know a terrible lot about. I am an extraordinary clarinet player. I'm going to leave that one alone. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie. What body part do you get caught staring at? Uh, hands. Any reason in particular for hand size? Basically, now, Cookie, I know you're going to take this the <laughs> wrong way. Uh, but basically, anything from the elbow down is super attractive for me for a completely different reason to you, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. What's the last thing you purchased? The last thing I purchased uh, was a DVD. I'm not sure I would like to reveal what it was, but it was a DVD. <gasps> was it porn? No, no. Unfortunately, I missed that gay gene. I'm, I'm not a porn fan. Sorry, oh, Kevin. Okay, Unless it involves you. Then. Oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, what's your current obsession? Current obsession? You're going to say Kylie, aren't you? No. <laughs> Hold on, I have to hand back my gay license. Um, my current obsession. Um, let, let's come back to that one. Can I pass? Oh, do we let them pass, Cookie? Oh, no. no. No, no, we want an answer on. now. Well, then I can't give you an obsession. I'm so, No, okay, all right. This. Oh, this is terrible. You'll make me hand back my gay license again. Um, I'm addicted to the current series Once Upon a Time. That's an amazing series. I know. Have you watched the season finale? I have. No spoilers. No spoilers. I have. But I have to watch it again because it was spectacular. But I finished it and I went, I'm not sure if I've got all that. I have to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. 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 Okay. Uh, do you have any phobias? Um, mm, no. Um, if I had a phobia, it would be a phobia of enclosed spaces. Claustrophobia. Mm, no, different. Not quite. Wow. Not quite claustrophobia. I can be in a confined space, but it's physically enclosed spaces where there is no exit type scenario. Being mm. in theatre, I have been in a few of them, which causes a bit of panic. All right. I see. Sexually, what melts your butter? What melts my butter? Well, I'm sure as anyone that was uh, at um, the roundup last night would have discovered. Um, Pole dancing. No. Exhibitionism. Uh, my nipples. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, gentlemen? <laughs> Aim for the nipples. <laughs> yes. So you wake up in a prison cell. What's most likely the crime that you've committed? I have woken up in a prison cell. Oh, true story. Uh, oh, I li I, I'm liking this more and more. Continue. Uh, the crime that I committed, I guess, was public nuisance. Um, was Not the nudity. reason I was arrested. What did um, you do? It was a very quick story. I will try and get through it. I was at a work Christmas function. Um, and for anyone who knows Brisbane, the Victory Hotel is a little bit... Um, a little bit ochre, so to say. Um, so... Uh, a gay man standing in the line with a flirty woman and her boyfriend. Um, and we decided that it was a great idea to create a nightclub out of the line. So I started dirty dancing with her. Perhaps touched her in a few places her boyfriend didn't appreciate and ended up in quite a large brawl. Right. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Here I was hoping for public nudity, but that was uh, for all I'm very purposes. shy, Cookie. 
Right. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Right. Anyone that was at Roundup could argue that point. <laughs> you were on that podium <laughs> dancing your little tushy off. Yes, I was. All right. Uh, so you're about to be sent to a deserted island. Yes. Can only carry up to three non-electrical items. What are they? Um, I would say my clarinet to start with. It's going to keep me sane for the longest period of time. Um, sorry, did you say non-essential items? Non-electrical. Oh, non-electrical items. I was going to say um, toilet paper. I can't live without toilet paper. <laughs> endless roll of toilet paper. <laughs> endless roll of toilet paper to take on a deserted island with me and copious amounts of water. Fair enough. Good answer. Now, the last secret question. Have you answered any of these questions with a lie? No. I have another secret question. Oh, God help us. Hold on to your horses, gentlemen. What's your relationship status? <laughs> well, that's not a secret. <laughs> Apparently, I was just posted all over the Cubby House Project as single. No, I am single and have been single for shy on 11 years now. So, if you'd oh. like to see a wonderful photo of this gorgeous man, you're going to have to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash the Cubby House. That's right. We're pimping him out. Make sure you go and have a look. <laughs> now... You are part of the Brisbane Bears Committee, which we're going to talk about shortly in a minute. Um, quickly, what's been your greatest achievement in the community so far? Um, I've had a fairly short time in the community so far. So um, the greatest achievements are, are shy on at the moment. Um, but one of the things that I am very proud of that um, has happened since I've been on the committee is we have posted what has been in a very long time our um, our member survey up in Brisbane's, um, which I am currently colorating cr- cr- cholera- the results of. Collating, collating. is the word. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> All right, so we'll be talking about that in a few more minutes here on the Cubby House. Speaking of Southern Hibernation, we did promote it over the last two weeks. Now that it's all been and done, I would like to ask those of us in the studio, what was three of us? Well, three (laughs) of us. What was your favourite event and why, Colin? Uh, my favourite event was actually Roundup last night. Um, I'm, contrary to what you may have seen, actually <laughs> not a huge dance party um, dance party person. I, I don't partake in party favours and things, so I often am um, a little bit out of place and uh, um, somewhat alone at Wall dance flourish. parties. <laughs> Wallflowerish, exactly correct. Um, however, last night, um, you know, the two DJs that were playing were awesome. The crowd was great. Um, the venue was absolutely awesome. And it just really did. It was probably my biggest surprise. It was not what I was expecting and not the time I was expecting to have. So that would be my highlight for the, um, for the, the Southern Hibernation 2012 weekend. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how many people say that about Roundup. They literally, just everyone lets loose. Yes. And everyone has a good night. Yes. Not to mention, I probably pashed more men last night than I've done in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I'm sure. How's your bear flu status going? <laughs> it, it's fine. Oh. It's fine. Oh, what about you, Kevin? Oh. Um, keep in mind, being one of the committee members, you had to... Oh, I went to all of them. Plan 
a lot of these events, but also organise and coordinate. Strangely myself. enough, my favourite event was Nathan's Little's It's a Cockout. It, and it, it, I swear it's not as bad as it sounds. It's a trivia night, guys. Yes. Get your heads out of the gutter. Thank um, you. It's a Cockout uh, is regular on Wednesday, but this was a special hibernation one, and it was all berry-related. He got some fantastic clips. Um, really interactive, and I was technically working on the night, running around grabbing pieces of paper and things like that. But the atmosphere that night was amazing. Everyone just got involved, had fun. It was a brilliant night. But Kevin, are you? Is that answer in relation to if you were only a guest for the evening? Would that have been that the same answer? Been, that still would have been yeah, my okay. favorite night. Yep. Um, Roundup has a special place in my heart. <laughs> Because Roundup usually involves, as you said, way too much passion and physical going-ons. Like dancing. Like dancing. I don't actually dance. With your shirt off. I, I can't dance. and On the dance floor. It never happened. I refuse <laughs> to admit that it happened. I don't care if people have video or photographic evidence. You will never see the light of day. He's still in denial, people. He's still in um, denial. Yes, no, Roundup has a special place in my heart, but my favourite event would have to be It's a Cock Out. Yes. And equally, mine would be Berioke. Oh, yeah, we all know that. Yes. Well, it's it's one of those things that I I take karaoke way too seriously to the point I plan like seven months in advance a set list. He's not kidding. He actually got Shano Bear, who ran the event for us, to send him the DVD with things. I know. So that he could actually practice at home. Now, luckily, I haven't actually been home for the last couple of months. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So he was free to belt it out as loud as he could. I know, but completely unfair for other people attending at the event. I think I'm going to have to have a word to Shano Bear about this and no, make trust sure. Me, we're, we're happy that he practiced. We are. <laughs> yes. We are. So, yes. Berioki was your favourite event. Definitely, definitely, so yes. Now, I'd like to also acknowledge at this point in time the winners of the Mr. Australasian uh, competition. (laughs) 2012. Oh, gosh, Cookie, do you want to try that one again with your tongue? Mr. Australasian Bear. Okay, I'll let that one through. Thank you. Um, Big, big shout out to the winner of the title, which was Alan from Sydney. Well done, Daddy. Yes, well done, Daddy. Yes. Oh, I'll call him Daddy any day. Well, I also <laughs> thought very well deserved. Great yes. public speaker. Absolutely. Uh, now, runner-up to the main title was Russell from Perth. So, I would... Santa Bear. Santa. Santa Bear. He was <laughs> you know, the whole time he was doing his little fantasy thing, I had everything in my head was just going to that movie Bad Santa. And the scene in the car with Lorelai from Gilmore Girls, it was just like, oh, no, this is wrong. Get that scene out of your head. Sorry, I haven't watched it. Oh, well, let's just say that they're in a car (laughs) and her fantasy is Bad Santa. Right. Well, he definitely did a very good impression of Bad Santa for us. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. And second runner-up went to David from Auckland. Whose favourite bit of his body was his eyes. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Like, he was quite the cub, but yes, eyes. Yeah, I'd say they're quite stunning, but oh, his smile was equally as nice. Yes. Um, and just a few more acknowledgements. Uh, the Men on Men Art competition that was running uh, was won by Mr. Bear Steve, Mr. Steve Scalone himself. Congratulations. We'll have to get him on for an interview next week. And a trap, I'm sure. <laughs> and yes, Cookie, congratulations to you. You also got an honourable mention. Yes. Thank you very much. And what else? Uh, are, are we allowed to mention it now? I, Your other little thing? Well, little thing. I'm about to book it, yes. So I <laughs> I happen to be the winner of the uh, the major raffle, which is a, a trip to a resort up in Cairns. 
uh, for five uh, nights. Turtle Cove Resort. Yes. Who are currently hosting their first bear, bear event, Bear yep. Week. Bear Week. Which started today. Mm, okay. So that was a, a basic roundup of hibernation, as it were. Oh, that's, that's those, a very basic week. Anyone who's actually been to a hibernation knows that we haven't even started to cover it. Oh, that's right. So thank you to everybody who attended. And for those who didn't attend, you don't know what you were missing, and I hope to see you at the next one. Oh, yes. And thank you to all the volunteers who put their time and effort into it, and everyone that attended and made it such a special Oh, week. and thank you to you two guys who actually were involved in putting it on. So not only from the committee's point of view, but just, you know, Cookie there every night with his camera. So without you two, people like myself can't come down here and make a fool of themselves <laughs> and enjoy <laughs> and have what, the memories for later on what yes. was Stop knocking the desk <laughs> i'm italian i talk with my hands clearly <laughs> yes uh, now before we move on and give ourselves a break from the microphone for five minutes <laughs> um we would like to know of you the question how do you think you sh- a good health should be promoted within the bear community? And I would specifically request, yes, we get a lot of sexual health information put out there. I'd like something a little bit different. Mental health, physical health. Give us your feedback, and this is how you can do it. Want to have your say on The Cubby House Project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash The Cubby House. The Cubby House Project on Joy 94.9. You're on the Cubby House on Joy 94.9, and we do have guest Colin from all the way from Brisbane down to have a word with us. We do. Now, there's a couple of quick shout-outs I just wanted to make. One was to Matt, who is from Yarraville in Melbourne. He's actually listening to us from Hong Kong Airport and says it's nice to hear a little bit of home. Nice. International Cubby. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for that. And just a quick last note on hibernation. Um, One of our wonderful guest hosts on the Saturday night Mr. Australasian Bear Contest was our very own Dean Beck. Indeed. Who um, hosts Hide and Seek on Thursday nights at 9pm. Yes, at <laughs> 10 p.m. Don't we sound like we know what we're talking about? Yeah. Anyway, he was actually behind the scenes and did exclusive interviews with contestants, winners, um, his other co-host Barry Taylor as well, um, and Alan from Urge Bar. And you can actually tune in this Thursday and listen to them. And I must admit, I actually heard one or two of them, and I'm really looking to hearing some of the the background stories behind some of these people. You just don't understand. Well, there was a bit of a reoccurring theme where yeah. three of them had only just recently come out, and two of them were actually married with children mm, yeah so that's it's, right it, it, it must be very intense for some of them but that's listen right. in on Thursday and you can find out for yourself thank you now uh, we do have a discussion page going as to uh, if we would like your feedback too and that is how would you promote good health within the bear community please jump on the Facebook on facebook.com forward slash the cubby house to join that discussion yes absolutely Colin yes welcome back thank you I believe you just had to go rehydrate, no doubt, I from uh, the wonderful partying you've been doing. <laughs> I danced out all my sweat, apparently. <laughs> I'm confiscating your iPhone now because you've been knocking it on the table. I know. It's because I fidget. <laughs> yes, I'm not surprised. Uh, you fidget to the point where you fidgeted onto the Brisbane's community. Oh, that's a very oh. subtle segue there. Oh, well done. That was complete. I see how you got there. Yes. I, I see what you did. Although I, I, I will pay that for actually working that out and getting it in. So, yes, well done, Cookie. Thank you. All right. Uh, getting yes. back to the topic. You're on the Brisbane's committee. I certainly am. What role do you play? Uh, I am the treasurer in my role play with the Brisbane's committee. Role play. <laughs> oh, we knew that's what you would take out of that sentence, like, Cookie. What? What role right, play? So, t- tell us a little bit more about Brisbane's. How long has it been running for? Uh, Brisbane's. 
So this is our 19th year um, with Bruce Bears. Impressive. Um, so it has been running quite a long time. Um, and uh, we... <laughs> Sorry, we've been represented um, with our uh, with our sponsors um, across the board, and um, they've been supporting us for also a very long period of time, which is our current den evenings and stuff like that. So, excellent, excellent. So, what's it like to put on events for you know big burly hairy men? Well, you would know, Kevin. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I want to hear it from you. Yeah. Yes, it's kind of like you're, you're dealing with the whole new climate over there. Well, I wasn't ready for the question because he stole my piece of paper as well. But um, putting on events for big, burly, hairy men, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, they're obviously the men that I am interested in. So, therefore, I get to uh, get to try and plan out something that would make them interested, happy to come along. Um, you know, we've got to keep a, a cross-broad section. As I mentioned before, we've just finished our members survey um, for Bruce Bears. And we actually have quite an even spectrum of... Um, of ages, so right from um, you know the eighteen through to the over fifty five range, so there's quite an even spectrum across the board, so we are having to make sure that our events are actually um, catered for along all of those age groups, so you know from the dance parties through to you know the lunches, teddy bears picnic um, we're ca- we've got a car rally coming up in July, which is a mm. new event for us as well um, so you know just trying to make sure that each person obviously you can't make everyone happy at every event I mean everyone knows that, but in trying to ensure that through the course of the year we do have enough out there for everyone in the groups. Something I am curious about and something we've raised on the Cubby House uh, over the course of our years, is there a female presence in the Brisbane Bear community? Okay. Um, Kevin mentioned this one to me before because he was so kind as to let me read through the questions <laughs> prior to actually sitting here. Yes, um, well, I'd like to you to be prepared and not stumbling over your words at all. And uh, we No, we don't. Our, um, our actual constitution has no female. So we are actually... Um, it's a male-only event, and all of our events are male-only. Okay. Because you guys are different. The locations you guys have are open to both genders, aren't they? Yes, yes. So, so. where we host our den nights is actually a um, is not a male-only venue. So, therefore, we are, um, you know, when we host our events, we have certain signage and all the rest that, you know, states what we are doing. Um, so, you know, there's things. We have actually recently been um, posed with the question of um, the transgender and stuff like that. So, that is a topic that's been coming through um, the committee. Um, which it has no finalisation as yet, but um, you know the, the general um, consensus is: so long as they're identified as a male, then you know they are entitled to come along to our events. Well, once you get your final answer on that, I know us for one would love to have an interview Definitely. with you guys on what sort of ideas or what concepts you spoke about when you came to that final decision. Certainly, I mean, and it's something that's you know is relevant across every single community, um, whether it be bears, whether it be boot company, um, you know, all the different um, the sections, I guess, or um, that, we, that we put ourselves into as gay men. So. Excellent. Now, you guys have got something special coming up, don't you? We certainly do. We certainly do. We have Northern Exposure 2012. Is that to celebrate my birthday? Oh, just for you, Cookie. That's, <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, so, are you even going to Nexpo? 
No. <laughs> it's just a celebration. I had to sneak it in no, there. Someone's going to get an on-air slap <laughs> in a minute. This year, sorry. That's right. It's not Nexpo, people. It's Northern Exposure. Or Nex. Um, so or Next 12 or something. Next okay. 2012 this year. Yeah. So this year, yes, we've got Next 2012 coming up, which is uh, this year's theme is Apocalypse. So <sighs> is it the beginning or the end, basically? Um, because obviously the Mayan calendar ends this year. So... We've decided to take that on board. Um, and um, so we've got some events coming through with that. So um, the opening event on Thursday evening is our famous Underbear Parties, um, which is always a, a very well, uh, well-patroned event. Um, Friday, we have our bear trek through Brisbane City, followed by Floating Feast on Friday night. Uh, so that's a, a cruise up the Brisbane River. Uh, then also on Saturday, uh, we're doing a brew, uh, tour of the Forex Brewery. Uh, Saturday night is the main dance party, which is Apocalypse. Sunday afternoon is Wet Fur at the Valley Pools. And then down to our Bye Bye Bears, very similar to your Roundup. Excellent. Wonderful. So that's on from the 18th to the 21st of October. And um, where can we find out more information about you that? You can find out more information from the BrizBears website, which is brizbears.org.au. Also, you can find us on Facebook. So there is a page and also a group. Just uh, search for BrizBears. Excellent. Thank you very much for that. Because even animals have class. Welcome to another installment of Ursine Etiquette. On the Cubby House Joy 94.9, we would like you to be introduced to the concept tonight in etiquette of negotiating space for trade. That's right, gentlemen and ladies-to-be that might be listening. Thank you, Kevin, for that lovely death stare of yours. Um, I thought that was just for using the word trade. (laughs) Because <laughs> as he mentioned, he doesn't like it. Continue. Okay. Many times there's situations where you want to bring someone home, but you either live with someone and you know, want to use the couch to play coitus with your new toy boy. What do you do? Well, what you should do is have a discussion with your roommate or partner prior to anybody coming home with you. I want to pause you there. The important bit to take away from that sentence is prior Yes. Don't rock up at the house with your person that you're about to have sex with and say, I need the house. Bugger off. Yes. Prior does not mean 50 seconds before you're about to do it. Exactly. Set out your intentions and negotiate the common space ground rules. Common space and negotiate. This is what I must make clear, people. And also outline these rules to your playthings so you, they can decide if that's an acceptable rules for them to work with. Did you just go from calling them trade to plaything? With Toy Boy in the middle, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much respect and love for your sexual partners coming through tonight, Cookie. I, 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 I just can't believe how, you know, your dance card is free at all. <laughs> well, I think that uh, the respect is where you just mentioned there is precisely what we're talking about here, not just for your play dates, but for those people who you are bringing home for. Exactly. But because if you do these things, clearly you have no respect for anybody else but yourself. Well, I mean, you and I have got a very good system going. Yes, we do. And we're lucky because our house is sort of, you know, I've got my separate bit, you've got your separate bit, and we implement the sock on the door syndrome. Well, if it gets to that, yes. 
Yes, although Cookie has found out that thin walls are very thin on occasion. <laughs> yes, thin walls are thin indeed. As we all have over the course of time. I was mentioning to you guys before, you know, on holidays with a female companion, actually, and we've had to share a cabin on a boat, so that becomes very thin. What did you do is what I would like to know, because obviously, yeah, as you said, uh, pre-coming in, single people go travelling, usually with a friend. Yes, that's correct. So we basically had a chat about it before we went um, and said that, you know, obviously there's clearly um, clearly room for this to occur because we're on a ship with basically limited number of people. So chances are. Um, and um, we just basically came up with a rule that, um, A, first person home has first preference oh. and B, can't have it two nights in a row. So, oh, um, nice. you know, because there was no other option. It was one room, quite a small room. Um, and the other thing was it couldn't stay all night. I called it it. <laughs> there we go. That's terrible. Your turn, Kevin. <laughs> I'm not touching that. I'm just leaving it alone. So clearly, as you've described, ground rules need to be made. Um, non-verbal communication. So sock on the door, as you described, Kevin. Um, and these are things to, A, avoid, obviously, jealousy, and to avoid your other person, friend, partner, walking in on a very embarrassing situation. Or, frankly, something they just don't want to see. Exactly. Now, understandably, (laughs) understandably, often plans change and there needs to be alternative options as there are first preferences may not be available and your friend beat you to the punch as you had that rule. So the idea Mm. is to have plan B. A plan B. Now, I might suggest if you're staying in a city or a major township, do your research for uh, sex on premises venues or failing that, the beats. Seriously. Uh, This allows for neutral territories, play space, so you both have no obligations to each other after coitus. And just remember, wherever you play, play safe, please. Exactly. This is also another option if you're staying out on a town at a friend's place and haven't discussed prior to or have decided not to bring trade over. And at all times, please play safe. As as the great um, um, series of posters goes, no matter where sex happens, play safe. Exactly. Thank you very much. That is Bear Etiquette for tonight. You're on the Cubby House for another few more minutes here. And very, 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 very quickly. An article in The Age today has some rather pointed opinions about overweight people, citing a study to be published in the BMC Public Health by scientists from the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. Now, I'll urge you to go and have a look through their website for yourself, but... Essentially, they're raising the issue of the biomass of the human population, saying things like increased population fat could have the same implications for world food energy demands as an extra 1 billion people. Um, this is after you know examining average weights across of adults across the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, the United Nations predicts that by 2050, there could be a further 2.3 billion people on the planet and that the ecological implications of the rising population will be exacerbated by the increase in the average body mass. Um, unfortunately, some of the things I had to say were pretty nasty, so I'll just cut some of those out. Um, but ma- basically, Professor Ian Roberts, who led the research, says that everyone accepts that population growth threatens global environment sustainability. As studies show, population fatness is also a 
a major threat, excuse me. Unless we tackle both population and fatness, our chances are slim. Okay, now this is what we've been asking throughout the show. How would you go about promoting good health throughout the bear community? And we've had a few good responses. We have. Rusty raises the issue. Sexually play safe, even if if you're into various forms of pig play or other taboo. Uh, Apparently he sees too many bears that are into unsafe forms of sex. He also says, get tested for all the telltale signs of being a heavy man. Cholesterol, kidney, liver, blood pressure, etc. He gets tested, and even though he's a large guy, he is very healthy. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Um, Ken adds, make more cute cubs into doctors. So, <laughs> ha- Yes, please. Uh, Craig Baskin also says, um, what if those bears are the same HIV status and um, have talked it over with their GP? I think, first of all, you need to chat about anything like that with your GP. Yes. Um, he raises the issue of maybe harm reduction would be a better idea. Make sure your friends don't get too drunk if they're out so they don't make decisions that will regret. As for health issues, whole different issues. Um, definitely regular checks with health professionals are very important. Again, cannot stress it enough. Speak to a health professional that you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with your health professional, ask around in the bear community. Find someone that is able to talk and listen to you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, can't stress, you're comfortable with. Cannot stress that enough. Sometimes the best information has come from those sorts of people. Absolutely. We've got our own Bear George in Melbourne. We're very lucky. Indeed, indeed. Once again, thank you very much, Colin, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Um, I'll do a quick few shout-outs up to Brisbane, obviously, to any of the Bear community that's listening up there, um, particularly to a friend of mine, Brad. As I mentioned, yes. Before. As your phone says, effing sexy, Brad. Apparently, <laughs> um, he has been a great friend to me. So, a big shout out to him, um, and obviously a big shout out to anyone that I've met this weekend as well. I've had an absolute blast down here for Southern Hibernation 2012, and hope to see you all up at Northern Exposure in October. And more information for those who missed it can be found at? Can be found at brisbears.org.au or on either our Facebook page or group. Obviously, just search Brisbears. Or just get in contact with me directly. Oh, I'm sure they will. Thank you very much. And thank you to all those who have been listening and contributed to our discussion topics tonight. Uh, We will be planning our next week's show, which will be our last last before we have at least a three month break. All to be seen further on. Uh, if you'd like to get hold of us throughout the week, you can contact us via Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the cubby house. You can email contact at the cubbyhouse.net.au or you can check out our blog, thecubbyhouse.net.au. I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And we'll catch you for our next show next week here on Joy 94.9. Stay tuned for raw air. Fresh air, actually. Well done. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.